Let's bow our heads for prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening mindful of your gift to us in Jesus Christ our Lord. And we pray that you would move in our spirits that we might live not according to simply our own will, but again, according to your will, that the things that we do might be favorable in your sight and give glory and honor to your name and to your kingdom. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're familiar with the words. We pray them regularly. And yet, as Luther might say, what do they mean? How many of you have ever in your lives had a dream? Maybe about a direction that you wanted to go in life or a career that you wanted per, to pursue or, or maybe, 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 guys, it was that, that girl that you wanted to date or whatever it might be. How many of you have ever had a dream that you want to admit to? Yeah. We do. David had a dream. If we had actually read the first four verses or so of that chapter, we would have known that what David wanted to do is, is David was lamenting the fact that he's finally established as king and he is living in a wonderful palace. And God is still living in a tent. And he has this dream to build a temple, a place for God to dwell. And he tells this to Nathan, and Nathan's the prophet, and Nathan says, well, David, that's a great dream. Go ahead and do it. And perhaps we've had people in our lives that have heard our dreams, and that's a great dream. You should pursue that. You should go for that. You should go all out. just one problem. David forgot about it, Nathan forgot about it, and we often forget. What's the problem? No one bothered to check with God. Who said that? It's true. We fail to pause and ask God. Now, for a lot of people in this world, that sounds kind of different or kind of strange. I mean, would we actually pause and say, Lord, is this the girl you want me to date? Do we do that? I'm not going to ask for a show of hands, guys. Not going to. Or gals. Is this the guy that, that I should spend my life with? We often don't do that. Or maybe it's the job that we might uh, take or the, the place we might go to college or, 
or maybe even high school. David didn't stop to ask God. He simply assumed God wanted a place. In our first reading this evening, what we see is that God says, whoa, 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 whoa. I have been wandering around in the wilderness and lived in a tent. I've lived in a tent while the judges judged the land and while the conquest was taking place. I've lived in a tent for almost 400 years. I don't need a house. Not yet. Because you see, David, you're dreaming too small. Really? What do you mean I'm dreaming too small? I got, I got plans for you, David, that are going to outshine any temple. You see, I'm going to make your name great. And I'm going to establish your house forever. You thought you were going to build me a house? No. I'm going to build your house. And from your house, the Savior, the Messiah, will come. David hears those words from Nathan. Now imagine being Nathan here. You've just told David the day before, go ahead, the Lord is with you. And now the Lord comes to you as prophet and says, Nathan, you messed up here. You didn't come to me. You didn't ask me. And now guess what? You get to go to David and reign on his parade. You get to tell him, no temple. Imagine how Nathan must have felt crashing in on David's planning, his architectural party, getting the contractors all lined up and ready to go, and Nathan says, David, you've got to put the brakes on. God has something different in mind. What do we learn from this? We learn that in our own lives it's important for us to seek God's will. To seek God's direction for what he would have us to do in our own lives with the talents, the skills, and the resources he's given to us. That when we pray, thy will be done, that we're praying not just for my friend's life or for my church's life or in my workplace, but in my life. Now, I can relate to this just a little bit. You see, it was my dream for years, starting in probably about the seventh grade, I fell in love with drafting and design, and it was my goal, my dream, to be an architect. And some of you know this. 
I wanted to build magnificent buildings. I wanted somewhere on that building, on that bronze plaque, to have my name as the chief architect. I wanted to do great things. And that was my dream all the way through high school. And I applied to architectural colleges. And I had a wonderful letter of recommendation from my high school design and drafting teacher who, who used to be head of the architectural department at Arizona State University. And I'd never once stopped to ask God, do you want me to be an architect? Now, you all can guess what the answer to that question was, because I'm not an architect. No, I think I am. I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. That no, just Al will tell you during our design process here that I kind of always wanted to butt in with our architect, you know. I still have a passion for it. I still have a love for it. I love design. I love looking at, like, at buildings and I go, really? You know, like the Denver Art Museum. Have you seen that thing? Really? I love architecture. But when I actually finally stopped to say, Lord, what would you have me to do? He goes, I want you to be a preacher. Um, Lord, they don't get their names in bronze plaques, and they make quite a bit less money than architects do. I'm not really sure. I want you to be a preacher. Well, I've put all my college applications in. There's still one more you can put in. Okay, Lord, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take which one accepts me first. I didn't know how desperate Concordia Seward was. <laughs> but I've never regretted the direction that God led me. Never second-guessed it. I think if most of us think back in our lives to an earlier time, maybe 30 years ago for some of us, maybe five years ago for others of us, how many of us dreamed of sitting in this place tonight? God has led us here from a variety of places and a variety of experiences to serve His will, Thy will be done, and to serve His purpose. Because you see, what he calls us to in our lives is not to establish something for ourselves, but rather to be available to him so that he can establish his kingdom. I may never have my name on a bronze plaque, and don't you ever put my name on one. I may never build a building in glory to God, but that's not what it's about. Because you see, people are going to walk through the doors not of my buildings, but of God's kingdom. And their names, like mine, are not going to be written on a bronze plaque, but in a book of life. 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven is about guiding and working and leading people to eternity in Jesus Christ in whatever way He calls us. It's not about living for ourselves or for our posterity. It's about living for Christ and all that He has done. Thy will be done. May God guide the dreams of our hearts and our lives. May He guide them in a way that brings glory and honor to Him, to His name, and to His kingdom. As we pray, Thy kingdom come. In Jesus' name, Amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all of our human understanding keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus into life everlasting. Amen.